0: It's Monday morning, perfect way to start your week with talking about manifestation, how to manifest your greatest life. So if you want to learn about ways to better your life, better your mindset, better your consciousness, then listen to this live. What's up, everybody It's joining? I hope everybody had an amazing weekend. It's kind of cloudy and rainy and miserable here, but that's not going to stop us from having a great start to our week, right? I see Mary's in the house. What's up? Uh, Grand Rising. We're going to be reading from Project 369 today. The Key to the Universe, Evolved Consciousness. So this gets into, obviously, Evolved Consciousness, which he talks a lot about biblical things, which I like, because a lot of times people with manifestation think that this is witchcraft and weird shit like that, Um, but it isn't. So it's nice to have a book or several books that I've obviously read from that interpret the Bible in different ways than what we've been taught and things like that. With that being said, what's up, fam? Justin's in the house. When like water, Emily, we got everybody in the house today. Um, With manifestation, so I've been doing this for a while. I've known about manifestation for many years, right? But I really didn't know or understand how to master it or how it was mastered. I just thought, well, if I just say, you know, positive things then positive things are going to happen. I didn't realize that it was a lifestyle, that it is just a mindset, that it is um, changing the programming of the mind and things like that. So over the last week, I realized this hippie shit actually works, Betty in the house. Um, Witchcraft is weird going. I'm not saying witchcraft is weird because there's different kind of witchcraft. Everything. A lot of things in this matrix are witchcraft, black magic, things like that. So I believe that there's good magic and that there's bad magic. There's a lot of bad magic that is very powerful in this realm that creates or helps to co-create the reality that we're living now. Um, witchcraft and word spells. Like, we are casting spells every single day with our words, with our own words, with our, with our own thoughts. What are you thinking of all the time? You're casting that spell, whether we know it or we don't. So if every single day... We're worried about, oh, my God, this is going to happen. Oh, my God, this is going to happen. Oh, my God, this is going to happen. All of a sudden, what happens? It happens, right? Your intentions. Where are your intentions? Even if you don't understand that you're intending something to happen because you're dwelling on it, you're casting that spell, whether it is good or bad. Your consciousness doesn't care. Your consciousness doesn't tell you, hey, you shouldn't be thinking this all day. It's just a programming. It's just like a computer. Like I say all the time, it's like a computer that has a program uploaded into it. And then what? That's all the games or the only program you can play is the one that's uploaded on your computer. And that's the same thing with our consciousness. Our consciousness can only operate from the programming that it has uploaded into it. And where does that start? That starts from childhood. That starts from even in the womb. It starts from the things that you hear. And then once you start to hear them over and over again, you begin to think that. And then that program is is impressed in your subconscious mind. And then once that is impressed in your subconscious mind, you live from that unless you actively change it. So going back to um, what I was going to say about manifestation and time. So I guess we can argue whether or not time is real. But time was just something that was made up at some point to gauge seasons and day and night and all these things right where we are in the world but realistically through consciousness time isn't real so when we're manifesting specific things because it didn't happen to you the next hour or the next day or the next week doesn't mean it's not happening for you doesn't just because it hasn't happened in the last three months or the last six months or the last year, it doesn't mean your manifestation is not going to happen for you to Ray! It does not mean that it's not going to happen. Why? Because time is an illusion. So when we are trying to manifest certain things, if you are manifesting a new business, are you going to wake up tomorrow and your new business is just going to be open? No, you're, that's unrealistic, Right. Because somewhere in this world, it takes time for things to unfold. If you want to manifest having a baby, you're not just going to wake up tomorrow and there's going to be a baby next to you in your bed. The baby has to grow inside of you, right? It takes nine months. If you want plants to grow, you can't plant a seed. The next day you're going to walk out and there's going to be a garden. Everything takes time. So when you set it and forget it, Right? Drop the seed in, water it, let the weather, let the sun do its thing. Maybe you'll come back a month from now. There's gonna be a little, a little bud or whatever. You set it and you forget it, and that's the same thing with any of your manifestations or our manifestations. Set it and forget it. So I'm talking about this because there is something that I set last year. It was over a year ago. Say it was. It was like middle of May, right? I started to journal about this. <clears throat> And then what happened? I started to journal about something that really meant a lot to me. Two months later, no, May, June, July. July, I got really devastating news. And I was like, I don't understand. Like, I'm just, this isn't supposed to happen this way. Like, what's going on? Like, I can't believe this is happening. Like, how did this happen? This is the opposite of what I wanted, right? Fast forward to a year later, sorry, a year and two months later, a year and three months later. All of a sudden, this thing that I really wanted is starting to unravel now. Why? Because I had to have the experience of what happened in July for it to come to what is happening now. I didn't know the reason why. Why is this happening? It was the bridge of incidents like we talked about, I think, on Friday. The bridge of incidents is the events that unfold, even if they look like the worst outcome. And you're cursing and you're mad and you're like, this isn't supposed to happen. I'm trying to bring this to me and this happened to me. This is the opposite of what I wanted, right? But if it's not your end goal, then it's not your end. Unless you say it is. We give meaning to everything, right? One can observe and say, this is the worst the worst possible thing that can ever happen to me. And you stay and you live in that negativity. You're blocking your blessing that's right over here because you're now living in a very, very negative space. So you're not allowing that seed to actually grow because you're living and coming from a state of lack. If you come from a state of lack, you can only attract more lack. So with the thing that I was manifesting, I saw this really unfavorable situation right? unfold, this really unfavorable situation unfold. But behind the scenes, in my bridge of incidents, and in my steps to getting to where I wanted to go, there's all these other things that I don't know about that are happening in the background. And then I forgot about it. I was like, whatever, it's just not meant to be. This is just, just not meant to be for me. And I forgot about it and I left it and I let it go. Fast forward to a year past. All the things that I didn't know about that were unfolding, I found out about, right? I was like, oh, it just needed to happen that way because I don't get to choose the way it happens. You don't get to choose the way things that you are bringing in and attracted to your life. You don't get to choose how that unfolds. So no matter how bad your situation might look, if it's not the end, let it go. So my point in this story wasn't even that. It was learning to be able to let go. When you are trying to magnetize something into your life, and it's not happening the way that you want, you have to learn to become unresponsive to what's happening in the three-dimensional reality. So now when things look like they're really really falling apart i just look at it and i observe it i don't give it a good or a bad i'm just like yeah it just needs whatever that is it just needs to happen i'm gonna leave that over there i don't need to think about it i don't need to say why is this happening like this what is this doing i have been able to i've been able to become very neutral and it took me a very long 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 time to get to a space of neutrality so when something doesn't look good in my reality, I don't sit there and I don't get depressed over it. I'm like, why? What, you know? What's happening? And it's the same thing when you're talking about like maybe manifesting a person or relationship and the person hasn't called you or they left you on read or all these things. You give meaning to that. Maybe something really bad happened and the person is just not in the headspace to talk to you. It could be a million different reasons, but you give it what you want. Julia is still learning this. Yes. You give it the meaning that you want. If it's money and you have no money in your bank account, and you're like, I don't know what I'm going to do. How am I going to make this work? How am I going to pay my bills? When you're dwelling on those things, you're giving it the meaning, right? And it's very difficult to ignore the three-dimensional reality when the opposite is happening out there than what you want to happen in here. But a shift takes time. Everything that we are going through, everything that we want to magnetize, all the change that we want to make happen, take time. Some things manifest quicker than others. Some things can manifest in hours. Like I told you guys, I literally manifested $5,000 in less than five hours. Right? So it just depends on the scenario. It depends on a lot of variables. But what we shouldn't do is put so much emphasis on the negative things that might be happening before we get to the desired outcome. And getting yourself to a state of neutrality about it is what is going to change the game for you. Because there's a lot of things right now that I'm manifesting in my life, right? There's a lot of things in all different areas. And there are some things that I'm just like, if I was the old me, I would be in a state of depression and I would be sad and I'd be like, Oh my God. And I would dwell on it. I don't even think about it now. I'm just like, yeah, that's going to unfold. It's going to happen for me. Why? Because I am magic. Why? Because my word is my wand. So as long as I remember how powerful my words are or my feelings, because our feelings are the secret to manifestation So if I'm constantly feeling lack, like this isn't happening, this is so stupid, you know, I'm never going to get this, that's me coming from a state of lack. But if I know how powerful I truly am, I'm not going to come from that place. I'm not going to dwell there because I don't have to. Because I know that all the shit going on in the background that's happening, it's not my business. In the same way you place an order at a restaurant... Do you go in the kitchen and you watch what the cooks are doing the whole time and you're making sure that they're putting enough salt on your steak or on your whatever food you're eating or if they're rolling out your pizza, right? Do you go in the kitchen and do you micromanage what they're doing in the kitchen at a restaurant where do you order your food and you have faith that they're going to bring it out? Right. Or do you are you the person that goes to a restaurant and you're never satisfied You go to a restaurant and you're like, oh, this this guy's going to get my order wrong. Surely enough, they bring out your order and they get it wrong. Why is that? Because we magnetize the things that we believe to us. See, I knew this idiot was going to get this wrong. I knew this guy was going to take my order and he was going to get it wrong. This isn't what I ordered. It is the exact same thing with the laws of the universe. I didn't make them up. I just read about them. We can place our order to the universe. And if we think we're gonna go micromanage and go watch how everything is or isn't unfolding in the way that we want, we're gonna ruin it. We're going to ruin it. We're not going in the kitchen and watching the cook cook our food. We're just saying Oh my God, I can't wait to eat these pancakes. I can't wait to eat these vegan gluten-free pancakes. They're going to be amazing. That's me, right? I'm not going in the kitchen to make sure that they put all the right ingredients in. So it's the same thing with life. We cannot micromanage how things are going to unfold because that's how we think that they should go. God allows things to unfold in the way that they're going to. Because there's lessons in these things. There's lessons in everything in life. There's lessons in every relationship, in every time we stub our toe, and every time that we purchase something. Like there's just lessons to be learned in everything. I'm hungry too. I could can, I can use some gluten-free organic pancakes. Vegan. I'd be down for that. But we cannot micromanage these things. So that's what I wanted to say about manifesting something over a year ago. Right? Had to unfold. I mean, this situation was highly unfavorable. And I was very upset about it for a while last year. And then I let go of it because I was just like, if this is the way it's meant to be, it's the way it's meant to be. And then fast forward, things are unfolding completely differently. But I was messing with the middle. I was messing with the middle and saying, this isn't the way that this is supposed to go. So now what I'm saying to you is now with anything that I'm trying to manifest or manifesting and not trying anything that I am bringing to myself is something that I have just learned to be neutral about. Let go of the outcome. Because when we do that, we just allow it to grow, allow it to grow in the way that it's going to. Don't look at all the things that like look like it's not coming your way. Well, how could this possibly happen if X, Y, and Z happens? If this is happening right now, and this is not what I want, then how could it possibly happen in the way that I want? I'll give you an example, an example that my sister actually told me last week. Neville Goddard had someone that um, her and her husband separated. She was devastated over it, all this stuff. And she wanted him back. This woman wanted her husband back. She's like, I miss him. Like, I want him back. Oh, my God. And he told her, just see yourself with your husband. Like, see yourself back with this man. See yourself in the ideal situation with your husband. Because obviously you break up for a reason, right? See yourself in the ideal situation. And so she started to do that. She started to do that. And then what happened? In her bridge of incidents, then what happened? Her husband met somebody else. They got into a relationship. She's like, This how this, you know, freaking out. Like, oh my god, how is this how's this possible? Like, I wanted to manifest him back and now he's with somebody else. Now I'll never get him. They ended up well, they divorced, right? Her and her husband. They divorced. He's with somebody else. He ends up marrying this other woman. So she's like, what, how can I, how can I become about this? What am I going to do? I'm never going to get him back. Like he's gone forever. Oh my God. He's married to somebody else. How is this happening to me? These are all her bridge of incidents, right? We're seeing this in real time right now as I'm telling you the story. This is her bridge of incidents, the love of her life. They broke up. He met someone else. She's still manifesting it in. He ends up marrying this other person. He said, Neville told her, do not give up. Do not give up faith. If this is not what you want, continue to live in the state of the wish fulfilled. Which is you being back with the love of your life, happy. So she had faith in what Neville was saying. She was seeing, she was doing her visualization, seeing herself married to the love of her life, right? Right? Even though he was married, he got divorced from her and married someone else. Neville said, do not. Do not take your eye off of the prize. Don't do it. Don't do it. Within a couple of months, this guy and the new wife were divorced. And then her and her ex-husband found their way back together. And they remarried. So no matter how dire your situation may look, if you dwell in the negative space of I'll never have this, it's impossible, look at what I'm, how is this possible? I can never have this, what I want. All these things have to unfold for me to get it. If you're messing with the middle, You're not, you're not, you're never going to get it. You're right. It's going to be impossible. It's going to be impossible for you to have what you want because you're dwelling on the impossibility of it. But if you continue to have blind faith, like right now, I just let something go. I'm like, it's going to happen no matter what. It's going to happen no matter what. I don't know how, but it's going to happen no matter what. And when it happens, I'm going to tell you guys. But what am I not doing? I'm not messing with them. I'm not dwelling on it. I'm not saying, oh my God, like, how is this going to happen? Like, how am I going to get this? What's going to happen? I just have the blind faith like this woman that literally divorced her husband. Her husband got remarried and she thought she lost him forever. How? how he's married to someone else. He loves someone else. How can I ever have him back? Neville told her, "Do not lose sight of what it is that you want. Continue to live in the state of the wish fulfillment. Continue to live as if you already have it." One of um, one of Neville's techniques is called, "Isn't it wonderful?" Isn't it wonderful? What is that? Isn't it wonderful? So that's the statement, and then you continue to say what it is that. You, you have in your reality, right? Living in the wishful field. So if your end goal is to have this beautiful organic garden, isn't it wonderful that I have 100 tomatoes and thousands of flowers in my garden? Isn't it wonderful that I have the most beautiful organic garden in my yard? Isn't it wonderful? Isn't it wonderful if you're attracting marriage or whatever? Isn't it wonderful that I'm in the most amazing relationship with the most loyal person and then give specifics, right? Isn't it wonderful that I have a beautiful library of books in my home? Isn't it wonderful that I have the most beautiful home and safe home to live in, that I'm so grateful for every single day? Even if you don't have any of these things, isn't it wonderful that I have $60 million in my bank account through my amazing booming businesses? Isn't it wonderful? Just write it down, whatever it is. Isn't it wonderful? no matter what it is. Isn't it wonderful that I am on the beach right now in Mexico? Yes, it is. Right? So that's a really easy technique of manifestation is the, isn't it wonderful game that we'll play. Isn't it wonderful? So when, when we are manifesting things and they look like They've went so far south that they could never come back. <clears throat> how could this possibly happen when X, Y, and Z is going on? If we dwell in the negativity, we're only going to attract more of it. But if, again, we live in blind faith that these things are going to happen, it's going to happen. Just not in the way that you want. Because we don't get to control that part. We don't get to control the How? Isn't it wonderful that I get to be here with you right now? (laughs) Yeah, sure, it is. Isn't it wonderful? And you can do that with meeting people, too. Isn't it wonderful that I just met, you know, so-and-so? I've done that. Isn't it wonderful that I get to work with this person? You know? Um, One person that I... Loved watching growing up. That was just such an amazing actor. It was Chaz Pompatieri from A Bronx Tale. Right? I watched that movie 8,000 times in my life. So many times. And um, I was like, oh my God, it would be so amazing to work with him. It would be so amazing to work with him. And this is something I just never even dwelled upon. It was just like, oh, wouldn't it be cool to work with him one day? That one day came. And I was asked to be the key um, hair person on this pilot with one of my dear friends, Nick Balalanga, who won an Academy Award, I believe, um, from the movie Green Book. But he's a really good friend of mine. and I love him. So he says, I need you to work on this pilot with me. So I was like, yeah, absolutely. Didn't know what it was, but any project that I ever worked on with Nick was always so much fun because it's a bunch of men that are the producers and everything. Like they don't even have really women that work for them in the office; it's just all men. So they asked me to do this project, and they're like, "Yeah, Chaz Palminteri, you're gonna do Chaz. You're gonna do Chaz Pomiteri's hair." So I was like, "What? Are you joking me?" It was a. Um, Pilot about the mob naturally. And um, when I work with Chad, Chess, we were sitting in the trailer and I was doing his hair. And it was one of the most surreal moments of my life. Because here's a man where I watched a Bronx Tale so many times growing up. And then for me to sit there and like just be doing his hair or whatever and hearing his voice in the same room as me, but he was literally sitting in front of me and I'm literally doing his hair, Um, was so incredible. I was a celebrity hair makeup artist um, for a long time. And I worked with so many different people. I was on the road, I was doing films, all that stuff. And um, Chaz did not disappoint. He was probably the most amazing person that I had ever worked with in Hollywood. Um, And literally, like, my whole life, I was just like, oh, my God, I would love to work with him. Oh, my God, I would love to work with him. And, like, I didn't ever even think about it. It wasn't something that I sat there and daydreamed about, but it was just, like, something that you said it and you forget it. I didn't even think that it would ever happen, and it did. It just unfolded that way, right? And it was the most incredible experience of my career in Hollywood. And I I reach out to Chaz every now and then and, you know, email him and say, what are you doing? Like, how are you? Whatever. And hopefully I'll get to work with him again one day. Um, but again, it's just that manifestation of setting and forgetting. Like in a million years, I didn't know how that would ever unfold. You know, I didn't dwell on it. I didn't think about it, but all these things that happen in the background of life, in the background of the matrix that we're in, things do happen when you have these desires. I'm sure there's many of you, every single one of you can sit there and think back to something that you thought about at one point. All of a sudden, it just like came to be. You're like, oh my God, I thought about that two years ago. I thought about that two months ago. It's just the way that this matrix system works. Like, I didn't think that I was ever going to work with him, but I was just like, oh my God, it'd be really cool if I did. And then that happened. So it's all about magnetizing the things that are on your same frequency or radio station. If something is not on our frequency, it's not going to come into being. Then we're going to get angry and we're going to say, why isn't this happening? But where are you dwelling? Are you dwelling in this could never happen, that's impossible? Or are you saying like, I could have that easily. I can have that easily because I am a master of magic. Why? Because words are spells. What we feel, we attract. So it's important for us, and I literally say this every week, it's important for us to recognize where we resonate every single day. What are our main dominant thoughts? Or our main dominant thoughts as simple as, I'm not worthy. Oh, I really love that in that store. Yeah, but I'm not worthy to have it. I can't afford it. Immediately you feel guilt for wanting something. So what is your I amness"? I am not worthy. I am not chosen. So things in your life, that will be the theme of your life. If you believe I'm not chosen, what happens? You go to apply for a job. You're the best one for the job. But, ah, you know what? We went with this person. Or relationships. Maybe you meet the guy or girl of your dreams. But you literally sit there and think, I'm I'm not worthy of this kind of love. I'm not worthy. And that is the common theme of your life. I moved to Texas almost two years ago and still haven't met like-minded people. That is... Okay, but right there, your focus is, I have not met. The focus needs to be, isn't it wonderful, we're going to go with that phrase, isn't it wonderful that I have met so many like-minded people? I'm so lucky, like, that I moved to this really cool place and I met the most amazing people. And I, I guarantee you, you're going to just go to a store one day, you're going to go to the food store, and someone's just going to bump into you and you're just going to hit it off with them. Or you're going to be at a park. See, look, look out, look at this, Chris. She lives in Texas. It's all about where your mind is. If you're literally sitting there counting the days, I've been living here for 762 days, and I still haven't met people that I that I that I could be cool with. That's going to be your reality. You just affirmed. It's been two years, and I haven't met. You're dwelling in the state of not having. Go out every day with the intention, I'm gonna meet the coolest fucking people today. I am your I amness. I am going to meet the coolest fucking people today. Or you can go out into your reality and say, I am. Still not meeting these people. I am going out today and I still haven't met anyone. I am going to dinner tonight and I still don't meet people when I go. I know we see the difference. It's the story that we tell ourselves. We are the writer. We are the director. We are the star of our movie. We are the producer. We are every part of our movie in this reality. Emily says, that's why I hang out here. Literally, guys, there's supposedly 67, there's way more than that, but Instagram lies, on this live right now. Put in there what city you're in. Everybody in here is like-minded or you wouldn't be in here, I can tell you that. You're not going to be sitting here listening to me if you don't like listening to this shit. Put where you're from. It's literally that easy when you put it out into the universe. I'm meeting my soul tribe. I'm meeting my soul family. I'm meeting the best friends I could ever meet. Right? There we go. Toronto. Wisconsin. Just put where you're from in there, guys. I mean, there's... Look, there's two people in Toronto. Karen and Polly, You guys are both in Toronto. Penny, who you better be at my routine. I better see you there. He's in California. Look at this. How easy this is. New York. Georgia. Jersey Shore. Or Oregon. It's literally that easy. So when you feel UK... Florida, unfortunately, someone says. When you feel that things, another Florida person, Chicago, aren't going your way, it's literally that easy. The people that you follow on Instagram, right? I hate using that term. But the people that you resonate with, right? You resonate with my page or else you wouldn't be here listening to me. Go on the lives. If you're following or resonating with a person, a person's platform, It's because you're on the same page. So nine times out of ten or ten times out of ten, the people that are in there are people that are potentially going to be your soul family, but you don't even know it. Put yourself out there. East London. If we are constantly in a state of saying, I'm never going to meet anybody. I've lived here five years and I still don't know anybody. Guess what? You ain't going to be meeting anybody anytime soon. Because it's just not the way that it works. I didn't make the rules. Like attracts like. Lack attracts lack. Abundance attracts abundance. Love attracts love. Right? Right? Maybe I haven't found like-minded because I haven't looked for it. So again, that comes from a state of lack. Because if we are waking up every day like, I really love it here, but I'm just like, these aren't my people. I'm never going to find anybody here. This isn't going to happen for me. I love it here, but like these people are weird. There's a lot of cool people amongst the weirdos. Maybe the weirdos are the cool people, right? I mean, that's, that's our reality. What's up, Canada? We got a lot of Canadians in here. Your tribe is literally right here. What if you don't know what you want? I love when people ask this. Because we all really know what we want. And I say this. If money were no object, if there were no obstacles in your mind, right? And you could have anything that you want. What is it that you would want? If there was no obstacles and you could literally go to the store and say, okay, I want this relationship. I want this amount of money. I want to have this kind of home. I want to have this level of happiness. And you can pick them all out off the shelf. What is it that you're going to pick? Don't tell me you don't know because I know that you know. We say we don't know what we want because we feel we can't have it. Or we feel that we're unworthy of having it. Or not worthy. Everybody knows what they want. We're conscious, not weirdos. Guys, I'm just saying. I'm a weirdo. Who cares? Own it. Like... People come in this apartment and they're like, does like a witch live in here or a little troll? Because like I have weird shit everywhere in here. But that's who I am and I embrace who I am. I don't give a shit what anybody else is doing. I didn't come here to be like anybody else. Yeah, I do feel unworthy. So there you go. That's where we start. We start with the unworthy piece because we ultimately all know what we want. Regardless. (laughs) We all know what we want. We just don't believe we're worthy of having it. So the first place to start is going inside yourself and finding that worthiness, right? How do we do it? We do it through affirmations. We do it through hypnosis. Find the places. Like I'm saying, energy work is amazing for moving out stuck energy. I'm just saying weirdo sounds negative, but it's just a word, right? So we give meaning to everything, right? If I'm saying I'm a weirdo, it depends on who's looking at it. Well, why are you talking negatively about yourself? I think being weird is fucking amazing because everybody wants to be normal. Like I don't want to be normal. I want to be weird. I want to be different. I haven't disappointed so far. And that's just me. But... Though any word is what we give meaning to it, and that's how we manifest things. I do the Gravobi codes, or however the hell you say it, every day. One seven eight zero two six three three zero. I say it all day long. Whenever it just I'm doing random things along the stream I'm like one seven eight zero two six three three zero. Right? Normal is boring. It is living outside the norm is, is the best. And it is because why? You're unfuckwithable. When you're different and you're unique, everybody kind of looks at you like they think that you're maybe strange, but they're like, but I wanna be like that. I wanna have that kind of energy where I don't care so much that I'm just like doing whatever I want. Right? I know so many people they're just like afraid to do things because like, well, I don't want this person to think this of me, and well, well, what's that person gonna say if I do this? Who gives a flying shit? I said it too fast. One seven eight zero two six three three zero. That's unexpected blessings. One seven eight zero two six three three zero. Right? Yes, thanks, Karen. I'll 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 pin this and people are gonna come in there and be like, what is this number? Just say it and shut up. That's all. Just say it. Write it on your arm. After you memorize it, though, you don't have to write it anywhere because it's in your head. I tried to tag you on a post of mine about Chivambu, but IG was acting up. Yeah, well, one eight four three six five seven two. Ben, what what is that one? One seven eight zero two six three three. Guys, let's go. Just write it on your forehead. Write it on your mirror. I mean, do it whatever you want. I mean, you know, whatever. I have it on the background of my phone. Like, I have a bunch of different codes in the background of my phone. I've I've been a weirdo magnet my whole life, so I guess I am one. Listen, Joel, me too. My sister always said, she's like, why do you always attract the lunatics? I'm like, I guess it takes one to know one. I don't know. Um... (laughs) <laughs> that's funny Mare. but seriously guys like we attract what we are and so there's people everybody in here We're we have people right here so when you feel like lonely in the world like you could literally like just sign on to a friggin live and be like oh my god I found people like someone that's in your city like hey what's up let's go meet at a park you want to go have coffee I don't drink coffee but you want to go have some sheila jed I don't know you literally have the answers, like, right here. So to sit and complain or to just dwell in negativity, like, oh, I haven't met anybody that I, like, resonate with or anything, like, we're right here. We're all right here. People that want to put in the work of change. That want to change their mindset. That want to change their life in the way that they see it now. People feel comfortable with our energy. Yes. Yes. Abundant blessings and love to all here from, Cam- from Czech Republic. Love it. Just got on here. I told you guys, I told you people are going to come on here and be like, what is this code? <laughs> what is this code? This is a Grabavoy. I don't know how to say Grabavoy or Grabobi code for uh, miracles, blessings, wealth. Yeah. 178026330. I just say it all day long. And it puts me in a good mood because I'm just like, I know that it's coming to me. So I just know it. I'm not going to dwell on it. I'm not going to dwell and say, why isn't it here yet? I know now the ways that the universe works, that even though the things that I truly want, if the situation looks really, really unfavorable, like, wow, this is going to be a tough one. I just look at it and I'm like, yeah, well, this has to happen. This lesson has to be learned for whatever reason. For me to get what it is that I want. That's all. I'm not giving meaning to it. Nothing. I'm gonna go back to a specific person. If you are manifesting a relationship with a specific person, and all of a sudden that person starts to date someone else, or that person's in a relationship with someone else, you can look at it and be like, see, I knew that this wasn't meant to be, and oh my God, this person's with someone else, and how am I ever gonna have them? Or you can say, I still have lessons to learn. Before I'm ready for this relationship or type of love. Or that person that is in the relationship with somebody has to learn something for themselves for them to realize, wow, I am the love of their life. Right? So this is just the way it works. We give weight or put weight or emphasis on something based on our core beliefs about ourselves. So if you think you're not worthy or whatever, you're going to continue to manifest in a situation that makes you feel you're not worthy. But if you just start to observe how you are, who you are, and start to shift and change the concept about yourself, you're then going to start to look at situations differently. When you have that self-worth, when you have that love for yourself, kindness, care, compassion, you're just going to look at a situation that someone else is going to be like, oh my God, this is the worst thing that could ever happen. And you're just like, no, it just needs to happen that way. Who cares? Just move on. It's going to happen no matter what. I don't care what's going on over here. I know what's going on in my consciousness, and I always get what I want. When we start to come from a place of power instead of a place from victimhood, we get what we want. Even if it doesn't look like it's favorable to us, I don't care what's happening over there. Like, I get what I want. I always get what I want. Nothing's going to stop me from getting what I want. I'm getting what I want. Right? So even if this situation looks really bad and you think that that's what you want and you're indifferent to it, God will probably send you something even better than what you thought you wanted. And he's like, see, I told you, this is why this had to happen over here. Cause I had this going on over here. Or maybe you had to just go through this certain situation so that that person can grow more to be the person that you need them to be, or that you had to grow more so that you could be the person that you need to be for that person. It doesn't matter. All that matters is that you have faith in having the things that you want because you're that powerful. That's the kicker. That's the key. Oh, my God. I've been talking this whole time. I didn't even read anything. Okay. Well, (laughs) I guess we'll close the book today because we didn't get to it. Isn't it wonderful that I'm soon going to be pain-free? It is, Ben. Because I'm sure you're saying, isn't it wonderful that I'm walking two miles and you were still with a cane or in a wheelchair and now you're walking. So if anything today, take away, isn't it wonderful? I'm growing for my love, she is out there. Without question, I'm growing for my love, she is out there. Instead of wind-like water could have said, you know, I've just been single for so long, like I just don't think I'm ever going to find anybody. You could have that mentality Or you can say, I'm growing for my love because I know that she's out there. I'm growing to be the best version of myself so that when I do meet the absolute love of my life, I'm ready for it. Sometimes we meet the absolute love of our life and we're not ready for it. And we block that blessing because we are not doing the inner work. We feel X, Y, and Z about ourselves. We feel negatively. Oh my God, that person. So, I mean, how many times have we ruined a relationship because we didn't feel worthy to be in it? Or that you're just so used to having trauma happen to you that when you meet someone that's calm and that's loving, you're like, oh my God, that person's the most amazing person, but they're just not for me. You weren't ready for that. You weren't ready to be loved properly because you haven't healed properly. But that's the universe's way of showing like, hey, you can have this. You can have this great thing. Are you ready for it? I not only expect miracles, I depend on them. I love that. I not only expect miracles, I depend on miracles happening. Some people depend on bad things happening. Some people come from that space. Oh, you know what I, you know, I know I'm going to get up tomorrow. My back's going to hurt worse. I'm going to have the worst headache. What am I going to do? What happens? You wake up the next day, you have a headache, and you feel like shit. Or you could just expect miracles because you depend on them. Like last week with my neck, my neck was a wreck. But I said, tomorrow I'm going to wake up and my neck's going to feel a hundred times better. I woke up the next day, and my neck was, I had the worst migraine. It felt like someone was hitting me in the head with a hammer over and over again. How the hell was I going to go to sleep with the worst migraine ever and wake up 100 times better? I don't know, but it happened. My neck was so bad. I complained about it every day. You guys know that. And I said, I'm going to wake up my next week better. It's going to be 100 times better. So much so that I was going to cancel my appointment to the friggin' acupuncturist. Lucky I did it because she was a miracle. She made my neck even better than it was. But we can decide how we're going to wake up every day. Are we going to wake up? And say, this is going to be the worst day ever. I don't want to go to work. I hate this place. Or are we going to say, I have the most amazing job ever. And eventually you're going to have the most amazing job ever. For some reason, maybe you get laid off. For some reason, somebody's going to offer you another job somewhere else. What do you? How do you want to walk into life? I don't know. But hopefully it's not in negativity. Hopefully you become neutral to the things that look unfavorable in your reality. Because when we become neutral in things that look unfavorable... We just observe them for what they are and understand that there's something better that's happening in the background that we know nothing about. And it's not our business to figure out what's happening in the background or why this is happening now. But I love you guys. I've been yapping on here for almost an hour. So I hope that you guys take with you the isn't it wonderful technique. And if you have things you say isn't it wonderful and it unfolds, send me a DM and let me know. Isn't it wonderful that I'm pain-free? Isn't it wonderful that I have the most beautiful home? Isn't it wonderful that I have three beautiful, healthy children? Isn't it wonderful that I opened the most amazing, successful business? Isn't it wonderful? Ari in the house. I'm glad you guys had fun this morning. I noticed that if I say spirit universe, show me how life gets better and better and stay in a a high frequency, sorry, I can't read, and stay in a, a high frequency state by keeping your mind consistently positive and watch the magic happen. Exactly. We are watching the magic happen. Isn't it wonderful? Wind like water says, isn't it wonderful that we have each other here? Yes. No, Ari, I haven't been to Costa Rica, but I, I'm, I'm assuming that it's your dream place because you're still there. Isn't it wonderful to have new high vibe clients? Isn't it wonderful we get to be alive at this amazing time in history? Isn't it wonderful? I'm sure Ari says, isn't it wonderful that I get to wake up in the jungle of Costa Rica and have the most amazing, clean, healthy foods? Isn't it wonderful? yes. So have a beautiful day everyone and I will, I'm sure I'll be live all week. Oh, retreat's coming up. Um, moving here permanently. That's amazing, Ari. I'm so happy to hear that. Isn't it wonder that we all found Crystal? Hey, um, guys, if you want to come to the retreat, it is next. Oh my God. Next Wednesday. Jesus next wednesday in tulu mexico that's where i'll be on the beach so if you want to come send me a dm i will give you a discount code and i am sending you yes mary i'm sending you guys so much love have an amazing day do your isn't it wonderful technique today don't wait no matter how your reality looks isn't it wonderful of you all